Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to the last episode of the series. So today, we are actually going to finish out Daniel LaPont on part two. So, let's get started with this lovely, interesting thing. So, this begins in 1987. Again, this is the exact same year prior to the family that he already terrorized. Got arrested. Somehow he got released out of prison. Not really sure how, but you know, things happen. And the judicial system was not the best in the entire world back in the 80s. So that could have played a big part in it. Anyway, um, so he was actually, at this point, still living with his mother and stepfather. So he went back to live with them. And their neighbors were actually the Gustafsons. I have a lot of trouble saying their names, so don't make fun of me if I messed up. (laughs) The Gustafsons, um, what the police investigators actually believed happened was that he was breaking and entering into their house for burglary. I also can't hardly say that word. And when he got caught by them, that's when everything kind of went haywire. So, he actually was originally caught by Priscilla Gustafsson, and that was the mother of the family. So, before I really go into detail about this episode, It is very hairy, and it's going to go over things that are very, it's a very uncomfortable topic to speak about, so if you feel uncomfortable in any way, please go ahead and click off this episode, because it does go over things that may be triggering for some people, and if that's the case, don't listen to this, because it does go over a lot of things like that. Um... Just so you guys know, I can only imagine what it would be like listening to it, because talking about it is bad enough. So, if you have any issues, please feel free to click off. I'm not going to be upset at you. (laughs) Um, But let's go ahead and finish this up. So, Priscilla Gustafson was pregnant, and when he was caught by her... He continually raped her um, for a long period of time. It doesn't really go into how long, but for a extremely long period of time. Um, once he was done with her, didn't want anything else to do with her, he then completely shot her with a revolver and killed her. That was the first of his murders that he has done. He then, afterwards, um, there was two children in the house as well. One was seven years old. Her name was Abigail, and the five-year-old was named William. He then took one child at a time, took them to separate bathrooms, and ended up drowning them into the bathtub. Um, yeah. So, um, at that point, 
Later on during the day, Priscilla's husband actually came home, whose name is Andrew, and found the body of his wife, who he then began to call 911. Naturally, <laughs> um, he could not find the children at the time, so he told them that their, his children was gone, which I mean, if you just found your wife on the floor dead, you probably pretty much are not going to be going to look for your children frantically. You're just going to be in shock, which is totally understandable. Um, he then actually went upstairs with the police officers to find both of his children dead and drowned them in the tub as well. Um, Laplante actually ended up fleeing during the investigation and was captured on all three counts of first-degree murder. Um, he was actually sentenced to three consecutive life sentences without parole, but due to the fact that he was a juvenile, he had to be resentenced after he turned an adult as well. So he is actually still currently in prison with life sentences now. Um, so in 2017, actually, he was asked, well, he asked to be resentenced on the basis that he was a juvenile. And the judge ruled that he did have to wait 15 more years to be become eligible for parole. So that is, again, coming up eventually, but not like anytime soon. <laughs> So, 2017, let's see what we're looking at. Um, he will be eligible for parole in 2032. <laughs> so, I mean, it's definitely a little while off, but still, it's coming up pretty fast. So, we're in 2020 now. Ugh, you never know. Uh, anyway, um, his crimes and everything were so gruesome that he was actually featured on Investigative Discoveries on Season 2, Episode 1, Your Worst Nightmare Series. Um, I believe the episode was called Bump of the Night, so he was by far one of the scariest people in my opinion. Um, and I just can't really imagine going to my house, looking for my children, finding my wife dead, and then subsequently finding the two children dead as well. I can only imagine what is going on with Mr. Gustafson. Um, I'm not sure if he's still alive. I do believe he is, though. Um, so, I mean, definitely my heart goes out to him and that family. I just can't imagine what that would feel like and be like to be able to just see that, you know. Um, I do know that recently he did have to go back to court again. And his cellmates and a lot of the inmates at the prison were actually interviewed at the time of his court hearing. And they said that still to this day, he does not have any remorse for what he did. And he still is extremely, how do I say this? Um, you can see 
that he is in no way, shape, or form ready to go back into the world to experience that. He is currently 33 years old now. No. No, he's not 33 years old. He's actually older than that. He is... 50 years old now. Sorry, I apologize. I had to use a calculator. <laughs> but yeah, all of the people that he's ever been in prison with were interviewed at the time. He said that he has absolutely no remorse. That he doesn't even know what... They think that he doesn't even know what the word remorse means. That he has actually told many of the inmates how he killed them, what it felt like to kill them, things like that. Um, and also, the last episode I did forget to mention, that when Annie went on the date with him, he she ended up talking about her mother, and he continued to ask her questions of what her last moments felt like to her, what it felt like to be in the room with someone who was dying, things like that. So, I mean, he's always been extremely obsessed with death, I guess you could say. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's definitely an interesting person, and like I said, he's currently in jail until, or and he does have the chance for parole in 2032. So, just so you know, that guy is going to be back eventually. So, but this has basically made him one of the more famous people in the... I don't want to say the serial killer because I can't really call him a serial killer. Um, he is one of the most known killers, though. So, between him literally terrorizing a family living in their walls for months on end to then going to prison, getting right back out of prison, breaking into a house, and basically getting a triple homicide on his head. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of people that can... I don't know. I just feel like... I know that he was troubled as a child, and I understand that he was troubled as a child, but what he did, and it's just not okay. Um, there is also later investigative reports after the murder that he did get diagnosed with multiple personality disorder as well as potential schizophrenia they're still looking into that as well but yeah <laughs> and i'm not saying that having those diseases are a bad thing because they're definitely not i've known lots of people with multiple personality disorder and they're wonderful people. Um, they, they think differently just like everybody else does, but they are very amazing people to be around. But in general, the things that he's got diagnosed with along with his psyche 
I believe, I don't know if he will ever be able to be rehabilitated. Um, there is an investigative report that actually goes into whether or not they believe that he will be able to be rehabilitated. And almost every psychiatrist and person that he has talked to believes that he absolutely will not be able to just because of the amount of things that he has done and the amount of things that has happened to him. Yeah, so that kind of wraps up this episode <laughs> about Daniel LaPlante. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'm sorry if you did enjoy it because it's a very dark episode. And yeah, so you guys have any recommendations on what you want to hear, feel free to actually find me on the Anchor app. I do have voice set up on there so you can leave me voice messages. I also do have um, support, listener support on there as well. And listener support, if you want to do it, it is a monthly thing you can do to actually help grow this podcast and allow me to continue to do this with you guys. Alright, I hope you guys have a great time. And like I said, if you have any ideas of what you want to hear, um, I will eventually be making a account for this, whether it be on Instagram or Twitter. To be able to stay in contact with you and about all this as well. Alright guys, well I hope you have a great day. Goodbye.